1: about you Hell yeah, no yeah. it don't Get people Who you gonna turn to Who it? you gonna yeah, turn you. to Listen people You better take a look at yourself yeah. yeah. Talking to my people nice, But you just don't see What you're Living like at. you're living Living like you're living Caught up in the make-believe Lost in yeah, your yeah. dreams Respect, stop it, yeah. me Talking to my people. Yeah, I can take some strange turns on you. Living with the things thrown at you. Leave you in the cold with a day that's not worth having. Chances on the shore falls a free won't we'll ever come. To
0: But there were others as well, as Taimari, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say Ashe? We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zonghai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankarae at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we pour this libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we pour this libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Mark Vesey. Hotel family, hope everything is well with you today. Hope you're going to have a good day, or even better, a great weekend, and hope you get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hope the weather will be accommodating for you to do it, but of course, if it is not, and it has to get done, it must be done, and then you will get it done. That's right. You will. No procrastination. Do it safely. Get it done. We need it. You're listening to African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that The drop down. You'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. But if you want to use a shortcut, just go to whatever search engine you use, you know, Firefox, Google, whatever, and put in babaoshi.net. B A B A O S H I dot net. And once again, there will be programs that are dated and titled, thanks to my good brother, Brother Kwaku. Another programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Media. Once again, this program is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. And a lot of times are going to give our Eastern. On Tuesdays, Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers from 8 to 10, from 8 to 10 on Tuesdays, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Tuesdays. If it's Friday and it's 8 p.m., it's time for an awakening for Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And then on Saturdays from 7 to 9 p.m., Sankofa Elders Council the Sankofa Elders Council and then once again on Sundays at 7pm it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard and the number to call is 215-490-9832 215-490-9832 We Buy Black We Buy Black the largest online marketplace for American African owned businesses is WeBuyBlack.com get everything you need from American African owned businesses from webuyblack.com go to webuyblack.com they, they have a, a package that they put together you know that uh, so t- you can be supportive of webuyblack.com because one of the things they're trying to do here in Atlanta is develop a supermarket cuz we don't have a supermarket that's right brothers and sisters we don't have a damn supermarket here in the Atlanta area <laughs> in fact we don't have any service stations that i know of if they, and if somebody knows of a service station convenience store, you know, service station convenience store, that kind of thing, that's in the Atlanta area. Okay, it can be, I think there's a sister and a and, and her husband that uh, just started one a few years ago. Um, I can't remember what county it was in, but not in the Atlanta area, not in the, Atlanta, not in the city of Atlanta, in the metropolitan area. But if there's another one, let me know. Rescue me if I'm wrong, okay? yeah <laughs> we buy black dot com african for the africans brother, brother bomani Tahimba. african for the africans dot org he has an upcoming tour to tanzania november seventeenth to the twenty eighth it is now four thousand dollars it is now four thousand dollars it was thirty eight hundred prices go up for a number of reasons as you know so' don't be surprised uh december twenty fourth to january fifth twenty twenty three Ghana, $4,000. March 30th through the April 10th, Senegal and Gambia, $3,800. Because that's the that's the trip that was postponed until next year. It was supposed to be this year, March and <clears throat> through April, but it was postponed. And it's still $3,800. So you can take advantage of that. Going to Senegal and Gambia, March 30th through April 10th, 2023. May 24th to June, 5th, 2023, Ghana, $4,000. July 20th through the 29th, 2023, still $3,800 going to Liberia, going to Liberia. And then November 16th through the 27th. Now this year, it's November 17th through the 28th, but next year, November 16th through the 27th, 2023 Tanzania $4,000 and then December 24th to January 4th 2024 to South Africa $4,200 brothers and sisters go to Africa for the org. everything you need is on the website all the information that you'll need to make a trip of a lifetime all the forms everything shots and so forth visas or whatever everything is there. Uh, the opportunity to, to buy land, uh, the opportunity to um, repatriate, the opportunity to, to invest, all that is there on Africa for the Africans dot org. Give Brother Bomani Tahimba a call at 404. 931-9429. That's 404. 931 9429. If you want to see pictures of previous tours and there's a bunch and he has them all dating back from years ago to today. Facebook.com forward slash Bomani if you want to see videos of previous tours, go to youtube.com forward slash Bomani2007. Africa for the Africans.org. Habashah, Habashah Incorporated. Habashah stands for Helping Africa by Establishing Schools at Home and Abroad. The um, beautiful work that Habashah has done, the programs, the Habashah Works Program, the Golden Growers Sustainable Seeds, all of these things. Uh, urban green jobs, all of these things are beautiful, and of course the Kashi project that is ongoing uh, in in uh, Ghana, and uh, they have a opening, and uh, you need to just go to habeshawincorporated dot org, and the um, the launch is October eighth through the seventeenth, October eighth through the seventeenth of this year, this year, so check it out, brothers and sisters. The Kashi Project in Ghana. The beautiful chalets have been built. There's pictures and so forth. Check it out. org. The LEDGE program. LEDGE stands for the Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. I stopped and paused because, you know, I'm supportive of, of... Us Lifting Up, which is a co-op and supportive of anything that it deals with socialized uh, economics for African people, because it ain't about one person or a little small group. It is about all of us, and we work together. African people have always been collective. And if you go to the Ledge program, you see that they deal with the four areas, four major areas of human existence, which is food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 projects on six continents. Excuse me, six continents. On six countries. 12 projects in six countries in in Africa with over 172 employees and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters, go to theledgegroup.com. Smy Pharmacy. That's right, Smy Pharmacy. Brother Jabril, contact Brother Jabril. You can give him a call at 731-327-6229. That's 731 Three two seven six two two nine at this is my Pharmacy S M A I F A R M A C Y. Uh, if you want to drop an email, drop an email at my pharmacy at gmail. S M A I F A R M A C Y at gmail dot com. Brother Moses West. The MosesWestFoundation.org, brothers and sisters, go to the MosesWestFoundation.org. Learn as much as you can about how, brothers and sisters, we have water. We have drinking water. The thing is that we need to continue to make them, continue to learn more about how the system works to provide drinking water for the planet. Yes, you see the drought, you see the conditions that are that are happening globally, but there's water in the air water's in three forms a gas that you can't see or droplets the liquid form that we drink and the ice solid liquid and gas water is right there go to Moses West Foundation and we'll be talking about donating specifically to African Project all right all right brothers and sisters Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar located in the West End and right on Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard, across the street from Soul Vegetarian Restaurant, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna, and the Shrine of the Black Madonna, of course, will be open today from 1 to 7, tomorrow from 1 to 7, and Sunday from 1 to 3. Next week, Saturday, the Marcus Garvey celebration at the Shrine of the Black Madonna. Next week, Saturday, the 20th, the Shrine of the Black Madonna. And, of course, what us. You know, they have uh, vegan food tomorrow and Sunday, vegan dishes that they have. And, of course, they have a lot of health food and and a lot of uh, stuff that you can buy at Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar. The Medu Bookstore and the Green Mall, brothers and sisters, it is Mama Nia's birthday. That's right. Give her a call. If you can't make it by there, give her a call at 404-346-3263. 404-346-3263 404-346-3263 and wish Mama Nia a happy birthday. Tell her brother, oh, she told you so. <laughs> Tell her brother, oh, she said, hey, happy birthday, Mama Nia, and keep on going strong. That's right, she's in the Greenbrier Mall nice store. I'm going to be going there after the program is over to wish my dear sister a happy birthday. Brother and sister, she has the finest selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, t-shirts, figurines, and all kind of stuff. She deserves to be supported. Mama Nia, give her a call if you have a book that you're looking for. uh, Give her a call to find out if she has it. If she doesn't, she'll get it for you. All right. The other bookstore we promote as well is Baba Gazimdey Ajamu. Gazimde Ajamu Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore in Lithonia. Give him a call at 770- 305-6373. That's 770- 305-6373. There is light in the black dot. And in uh, right up the road east of the Black Dot Cultural Center Bookstore, because right the Black Dot is located right off of I twenty East, going towards Augusta, going towards Carolina. And uh, but if you just take one more exit, exit seventy five, Turner Hill Road, make a right, go down three lights, and make another right, and on the left it will be the new Black Wall Street Market. The New Black Wall Street Market in Stonecrest. Brothers and sisters, check it out for yourself. The New Black Wall Street Market in Stonecrest. Us Lifting Us, the Economic Development Cooperative for Our People. They had their Thursday night broadcast last night on Blog Talk Radio. Blogtalkradio.com forward slash U-L-U. Us Lifting Us, the Thursday night broadcast from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. From 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Brothers and sisters, you can call to listen or you can call... To give your questions, comments, or concerns by dialing 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Every Thursday night, us lifting us. Brother Abija, give him a call at 478-256-1166. That is Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia at 2910 Napier Avenue. That brother has it going on. They're open from Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. They, they're closed on Monday. Brother needs a chance to regroup. They're closed on Monday, but he has everything. Furniture, clothing. Oh, man, holistic health and black soap and oils and CDs, DVDs. They have a vegan restaurant in the place. That's right. He has a vegan restaurant in the place. So give him a call at 478-256-1166, 478 478- Two five six one one six six Homeland Village and Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. That's right. Sun Goddess Sense. Sun Goddess Sense, your one stop natural shop located at 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall at 2 Booth 225. Brothers and sisters, please give my sister Shelly Amonset a call at 404 434 7963. That's 434 434- 7963, Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Go online, brothers and sisters, to Sanjay dash Haiti dot org. Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E dash Haiti Sanjay dash Haiti. And look at what brother, uh, brother, excuse me, look at what Sister Gabby has been doing in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti and just been doing great work. Just been doing just fantastic work and she deserves to be supported. So check it out. Sanjay-haiti.org Uh, yeah. Okay. The Akhaban Institute by Baba Barudi and Mama Yah. They are, um, have their, their school. The Akhaban Institute is open. It's been open now for. This is, the end of the second week. It is African Center School. It is a full-time African Center homeschool program. In it its twenty-fourth year of operation, courses include math and language arts, science, social studies, including American and African American art. Excuse me, African and American African history, chess. It's four grades, fourth through twelfth grade. So if you have a child that's in the 4th or beyond to the 12th grade, it's for you for this calendar school year the academic year of 2022-23 and it's soon you want to give Baba Baruti or Mama Ya Baruti a call at 404 753 that's 404 753 7237 by email Baruti at Y-A-A-B-A-R-U-T-I at Yahoo or Mawali Baruti at Yahoo alright and the classes have started and uh, I tell you and then the next one is September 10th the 6th annual African Warrior Men's Day celebration in honor of the Warriors a lecture by Baba Barudi, Saturday September 10th from 4pm to 7pm it's going to be live and online it's $10 for men and $5 for young men Okay, live event to be held at the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and and Coffee Bar in Lythonia. 770-305-6373. Okay, that is Saturday, September 10th. I will hope to, I definitely want to be there. Okay, and then again, I want to be here as well for Kibuka in November. November 19th, 2022, from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., Remembering the middle passage through the eyes of our ancestors. Kibuka. Remembering the middle passage through the eyes of our ancestors. <sighs> the Inye Saysim of daily revolutionary thought. The Inye Saysim of daily revolutionary thought. August. 11th, slavery attempts to make a man a brute. It treats him as a beast. It's terrible work is not finished until the ruined victim of its lust and pride and advice and hatred is reduced so low that with tearful eyes and a feeble voice, he faintly cries, I'm happy and content. I love this condition. Henry Highland Garnett. Conscious Africans make a distinction between slaves and people who are enslaved. Slavery produces a mental dysfunction in which individuals see themselves as property of those who control them. Slaves believe, believe in the correctness of their oppression and the exploitation and willing participants in it. Enslaved individuals understand that they are only captives only physically bound until they're able to free themselves. They're constantly at war against those who detain and oppress them. Most Africans were not slaves. They were enslaved. That has changed. We repeat, that has changed. There is a notable, disturbing trend an ongoing escalation in the proportion of Africans suffering from intense levels of mental, societal self-hatred. The process of our the process of our Europeanization is continuing to increasingly wreak havoc on the African mind words must know the problem and its source in order to stop it the wisdom of African teaches us that when we read when a read is bent so far in one direction it will have to be bent even further in the other direction in order for it to regain itself to be straight again affirm, I reject all forms of slavery affirm, I reject all forms of slavery, August 12th a friend is one who helps and encourages you toward what is good for you a foe is one who hinders and discourages you from which that is good for you a kill we tired of detailing the Europeans' corruption, chaos insanity, in humanity and breath of spiritual death they seemingly endless clearing of thorn, under, thorn underbrush and vines rooted in quicksand and thick with poisonous snakes wearing at us when we are determined to reclaim every single step along the path back home and back home is reclaiming our Africanness. It is a litany sometimes best left forgotten. However, time has taught us that this struggle is necessary because those who know We are African, cannot travel this way alone. We know that returning is a communal venture. It's required as many willing and able uncompromising African warriors as we can find to rebuild and defend what has been lost but must be brought back to power. We have already overcome the fallacy that every or almost every African must be included in the revolution for it to be successful. Now, we don't need every, that's the fallacy. We just need those who are committed and dedicated. And if we gotta kill the others, so be it. Here, let it suffice to say that effective unity does not proceed consciousness. That's right, effective unity. We need functional unity. Affirm, I honored my friends, affirm. I honor my friends. And of course, on Fridays, we usually read three and sometimes read three the other day because we got plenty. (laughs) August 13th. History shows that it does not matter who is in power or what revolutionary forces take over the government. Those who have not learned to do for themselves and have to depend solely on others never obtain any more rights or privileges in the end that they had in the beginning. Dr. Carter G. Woodson. The mental side infecting some of us is so advanced that they literally trust and rely on historical enemies to do what is best for us. So gullible are these individuals that they even actually believe that the public and private decisions made, which keeps us submissive to others' agenda, against us, and turn us away from our very essence, our sane and democratically made by us. The most critical area in which this self-defeating insensibility is found through is the military, including intelligence gathering and the police. For despite the abundance of evidence to the contrary, they have an unshakable faith in Urugu's will and desire to protect and serve them as they do their own. Warriors know better. They know that yoruga will kill for nothing and even less. <laughs> and they'll kill us for even less. They know this. We know this, don't we? Y'all know this. Y'all know this. They know that the genocidal agenda against us is un lamenting and conscious they know that it must stop or we will be no more and they know that if they do not defend us we will never again be able to truly be african so for them militarily the question is always who's going to take the weight of building and defending those around us who build african sovereignty all of my learning. Affirm. All of my learning moves us toward creating independence. Affirm. All my learning moves us toward independence. The inye of daily revolutionary thought. You know what's interesting about that? Family, I've met some dynamic brothers and sisters who have been in the military who have more love for Africa and Africans than those who have not They've been in the military. Baba Baruti was in the military. Many of the brothers and sisters that I know that I know here and back in back in Milwaukee have been in the military. Didn't I mean I couldn't have done it. I couldn't be a police officer. I cannot defend this. I wouldn't lay my life down to to do this. And I know some good brothers and sisters, particularly back at home, where we were the police. They were good brothers and sisters. They were were in the police department, but they were conscious. They were understanding. They knew there was a job, but they knew how to police our community. Yeah. Birthdays today. Alex Haley's birthday is today. Well, it was yesterday. And he died February 10th, 1992. Of course, Alex Haley wrote the book Roots. And Roots became a television series phenomenon. Millions of people watched Roots. I was on the fire department in 1976. I just got on. And I watched, I remember this Caucasian. It really wasn't that bad, was it? I said, man, it was worse than what you think. It was worse than what they showed. I bet you that. It really wasn't that bad. Because once, the bottom line is, Caucasians to this day, to right now, to this moment, are naive, about the things that we as African people have gone through, they're naive. It's not that they don't know, because <laughs> they know. They just play dumb. And they, and one thing they do know, they don't tra- they don't want to trade places, as Chris Rock said, <laughs> you know. Not one of you want to trade places with me, and I'm rich. <laughs> well, but you still African. You still black. Also, too, my dear friend, Sister Saida, her daughter, Oba Yacentwa, it's birthday today, so Oba Yasin Yacentwa. Good, good sister, and and congratulations to Yacentwa. She's coming up on her one-year anniversary, her and her husband, and I truly wish them well, truly wish them well. Oba Yacin, Twa. Uh Where am I at today, y'all? Where am I at today? Ah, oh, yeah, I want to talk about the things that are happening you know this is once again black august this is black august so tomorrow august 13th the second annual african nationalist pan-african caravan brought to you by the black dot circle the black circle and the unia atlanta chapter universal negro improvement association marcus Garvey's. tomorrow august 13th at noon Join us as we caravan through the West End, our community in this end. You know, I wonder how long that's going to be our community here in the West End. A lot of gentrification. A lot of t- <laughs> The West End. Brother Obasi, and Brother Kenwardo Moore and Brother John Hargrove. They're leading the caravan. Give Brother Ken, uh, Kenwardo a call at four 470-798-8527. That's 470-798-8527. So that's what's happening tomorrow. I'm quite sure there's other things that are happening. Um, toward the end of the month, the uh, third annual Red Black and Green Music Fest, August 27th. From twelve to ten, uh, from twelve to ten p.m. Yeah, it's a lot of our artists. Since I'll be well, I'll be I'll, I'll be back. No, I won't. Will I? I'll still be gone. I'm leaving next Saturday. I'm going to Hartford, Connecticut for the our anniversary, our the International Association of Black Professional Firefighters. And um, but once again, reminding you. Next Friday, next Friday's program, we'll talk about, be talking about Watt Stack. Because on August 20th, seven years after the 1965 watch riot, and we talked about that this past Wednesday, we talked about the riots that happened in Milwaukee in 67, all these disturbances and upheaval in August, in August historically with the Haitian Revolution and, and uh, that Turner's Rebellion, August. The, which precipitated the May Black August is the prison uprisings, the death of Jonathan Jackson, who tried to free his brother George Jackson, his death one year later in August. August. Yeah. yeah. Black August. And um, so, so that's next Friday. Next Friday, we're going to be talking about Watts. Stack. In 1965, with the Watt's disturbance or riot or Rebellion, or what do you want to call it? Seven years later, seven years later, in 1972, stacks Records out of Memphis, Tennessee, and the artists that they had at the time, they were hot. Isaac Hayes, Luther Ingram, DeBark Hayes, Johnny Taylor, Rufus Thomas, Carla Thomas, I could go on. You know, even had my group, my favorite group, the Dramatics, but they were out of the country but so the first song that you hear on the documentary is what you see is what you get you know the dramatics and uh, we'll talk about that and brother Gerald Thompson who is in the documentary as a young man in 1972 he'll be my guest he was my guest 10 years ago when there was a 40th anniversary thanks to my good brother brother Brent Burden who was a firefighter in LA so I was telling him how much I love documentary watch stack so we'll talk more about it as the week as it approaches what i would love to see happen i might do it next year even though it won't be the 50th but find a place where we could view it and have our people come in and watch it for those who haven't need to do more of that so next week friday watch Stack. yeah i'm gonna talk about um I'm gonna talk about why Pan Africanism, the um Africans on the Move, my good sister Dorothea Mbalia in, in Milwaukee, and the Africans on the move have been doing uh, liberation. But right now I want to talk about um, uh, you know, um uh, brother Theodore Lus, Brother Ted Lus always sends me good stuff. He is a good listener brother's always on it. He listens to not just this program, he listens to Doc Rogers, he listens to brother Elliot and uh, he's a good listener of here, a good friend of um, Time for an Awakening you know and uh, he's listening to my program consistently and always provides some good information and so I want to thank him for that um, yeah he sent me a piece on Freddie Washington Freddie Washington is Frederica. And, and and this is a beautiful sister, man. I always knew and always known this and always known how she was and, 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 and the fact that she did not want to play these roles um, where she would be stereotyped and so forth. And, you know, demeaning roles. She was a strong sister who though she does, brothers and sisters, look like she Caucasian. She identifies undeniably, unequivocally, sincerely, committedly to being black, to being American-African. And she fought for that. The African actress who refused to pass. Her name was Freddie Washington and she descended on Hollywood with a burning mission to refine Caucasian images of American-African people, American-African women. In 1934, a young woman stepped off the train in Los Angeles Union Station. Even in a city swarming with beauties, eyes could have fastened onto her. She was astonishingly lovely. Tall, with dark, glossy hair. She wore pulled back in a style that offset her, and they have porcelain, which is white, skin. <laughs> Everyone who saw her that day thought that she was Caucasian. She wasn't. They think that she was just another aspiring starlet. She wasn't that either. Her name was Freddie Washington, and she described and she's described on Hollywood and she descended on Hollywood with a burning mission to redefine Caucasian America's image of American African women. love her. For her time. I really do. Mm. Born Frederica Caroline Washington in Savannah, Georgia. She was the daughter of a postal worker and former dancer and the eldest of nine children. Everyone called her Freddie. By the time she was 16, New York beckoned. There were earlier years of the Harlem, these were the earliest years of the Harlem Renaissance, when an electrifying energy emanated from the neighborhood theaters, restaurants, churches, beauty parlors, when ragtime, blues, and jazz boomed from its countless dance halls, bars, and music halls, when the arts in every form were being reimagined and revived by the Harlemites. Those Harlemites. In nineteen twenty one word got around Harlem that it knew all black production was being was was hiring dancers. It wasn't that I wanted to and so i'm I, I'm definitely going to try to make sure I say this in, in you know in her parts and her voice and how she spoke and how and and, and the time of the time to make sure you get get this because this is outstanding. It wasn't that I wanted to get into show business. she reflected years later, but somebody told me. They were paying for more chorus girls than I was making as a bookkeeper. She never danced on stage, hadn't even set foot in a theater, but she slapped on some lipstick, (laughs) another first, and with that, she threw herself with the other hopefuls. The show Shuffle Along, the first Broadway show created, produced, and performed by American Africans. Okay, shuffle along. Performed by Africans. Washington was hired as one of the happy honeysuckles, earning about thirty dollars a week. Twice she'd been making twice as much as she'd been making as a bookkeeper. The eleven honeysuckles were chosen as much for their fair complexions as their dancing chops and singing talent it was understood that only women who passed the brown paper bag test got hired. The odious practice was, op- was used openly during casting in the, all the way up until the 1950s, as well as, hey, y'all, and you know it probably still today, as well as amongst upper-class American African societies, such as sororities, fraternities, even churches. Only those with skin color that matched or was lighter than a brown paper bag would be allowed admission membership privileges or get hired for certain jobs. A girl named Josephine Baker had passed the test but only just. The darker complected Baker was teased and tormented by the other chorus girls. During uh, one especially cruel episode Tony uh, Freddie Washington stood up for her and they became lifelong friends. I say yeah, she stood up for her. and They became lifelong friends. Shuffle Along was a huge hit. After its New York run, the show toured for three years and was the first American-African musical to play in Caucasian theaters across the U.S., creating a rare bridge in the country's toxic racial divide. When the show closed for good, Washington went on to perform at Swanky Club album, album which like Harlem's infamous um cotton club featured american african performers but catered exclusively to wealthy caucasian patrons here as sister a, a, here a white um wall street millionaire urged her to assume a french name offering to pay her tuition at the prestigious club um excuse me at the prestigious theater Guild school. If she agreed to pass as French, but she said, "But I, I want to be who I am." She told him, refusing his offer, "I want to be who I am and nothing else." I loved his sister. I always have loved Freddie Washington. I didn't know her story deeply intact, but I knew that she re- refused to be other than who she is. She performed on New York stages all throughout the 1920s. But with scant roles available to her, she eventually uh, hightailed it to Europe, where for two years she headlined a ballroom dance team of Freddie something. Washington and her partner performed in Paris, Nice, Berlin, Hamburg, and London. In London, she, she taught the Prince of Wales the Black Bottom, the latest dance craze to have jumped over the pond. From the short Black and tan in 1929 with Duke Ellington, leading off as Freddie Washington in a classic example of the so called jungle dance. Those demeaning but energetic dances were hugely popular with the white patrons of the Cotton Club and other Harlem night spots in the 1920s. Like her friend Josephine Baker, who by then had Paris in the palm of her hand, Washington discovered that Europe offered a fair, freer atmosphere for American Africans, unlike Baker. She chose to return to the US. This was that Hollywood's casting call that went out for Imitation of Life, an adaptation from a, a popular 1930, 1933 novel by Fanny Hurst. It's the story of two mothers, one white, one black, who meet and become friends and then business partners. The most dramatic storyline centers on Piola, the light skinned daughter of the black mother who crosses the color line with tragic results. In a departure from what was then the standard practice of hiring white actors to play black characters, the film's director, John Stahl, was keen to find a white Negro for the role of Piola, a woman so white that can that not even her own lover would realize the secrets of her birth. He traveled the country and, and considered over 300 actresses when Stahl saw Freddie Washington on New York stage, he knew he had found his piola. No sooner had the negotiation started when Washington insisted on being paid what she was worth. I say, I say, I love this sister. A revolutionary notion in Hollywood. She also refused to sign a four-year contract, reasoning that after imitation of life, the studio would have her uh, stuck in roles that she had no interest in playing. Look, she told Stahl, I don't come, I didn't come here to learn to act. I brought that with me. I've been on Broadway. You don't have to sell me a bill of goods because you can't. Because I'm really not that interested. It doesn't matter to me whether I make this picture or whether I don't. Because I know one thing. If I make it and I'm good, you're not going to have another script for me. So I wouldn't want to be thrown into a Western here or there or anything like that. Imitation of Life was a runaway box office hit, as one of the first films to suggest, even only obliquely, that America had a race problem. It hit a nerve with both white and black communities. The film garnered three Academy Award nominations. White audiences tended to conflict Washington with the character of Pioli, assuming herself endorsed and even practiced passing but she never identified as anything other than who she was, black. The tragic mulatto trope, a person, one black person, one black parent, suggests a self-loathing isolation and exile, but Washington played the role with with a nuance that seemed lost on many people. Black audiences, meanwhile, tended to interpret the film as Washington herself did, the rebellion of a black woman trying to gain privileges only given to white people. How many people do you think there are in this country who do not have mixed blood, she asked. There's very few, if any, what makes us who we are in our culture and experience. No matter how white I look, on the the inside, I am black. I feel black. There are many Caucasians or many whites who are with mixed race blood but still go by being white. Why such a big deal? If I go as a Negro, because people can't believe that I am proud to be a Negro and not white. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. You know. Why such a big deal if I go as a Negro? Because people can't believe that I am proud to be a Negro and not white. To prove that I don't buy white supremacy, I choose to be a Negro. Love, Freddie Washington. In the end, Hollywood Hollywood didn't know what to do with her. With her sleek sophistication, producers wouldn't cast her as a black maid, but neither would they cast her in any other roles and offer her for white actresses. She'd be told many times that her refusal to pass came at a price. She could have been a big as big a star of the period, even bigger, just as big as Joan Crawford and Garboy and even bigger. Why should I have to pass for anything but an artist, she demanded. After imitation of life, she stayed in Hollywood because she thought she might play a role in changing how the film industry and therefore America saw uh, black people. Like other early black performers, she carried a mantle for the race and what meant and what must be often been a profound and personal toll. Like Dorothy Tandridge and Lena Horne, who light-skinned actresses who came up in the 40s and 50s, she'd be forced to darken her skin. Even then, her roles were confined to tragic mulattoes or exotic temptress. After five years, she was done with the thin scripts and Jezebel roles and silly plots. She was sick of tolerating poor treatment and waiting for roles that never materialized. She returned to New York, well, in 1937, she co-founded the Negro Actors Guild of America and worked with the NACP. She criticized the treatment of, of, of American Africans in the entertainment business, such as a requirement that they enter the stage from a back door or put up with shoddy living quarters when touring. In 1947, she joined the staff of People's Voice, founded by future congressman Adam Clayton Powell, Jr. People's Voice set a standard for black journalism. Initially, Washington worked on, on its publication and public relations team, but soon she began filling in for columnists. Eventually, she got her own column, writing over 200 pieces of drama, film, and media criticism. Her pieces f- for the magazine are smart and sometimes unspiring in their honesty. Her rightly voice. Is vivid and bold. She also took on broader social issues. And when she criticized the treatment of black soldiers during the World War II, at the end of every piece, she would sign off with her trademark call for action. When she returned to Hollywood in the 1950s, it was an entirely different capacity. She worked as a casting consultant for the breakthrough films such as Carmen Jones and and Porky and Best. As a realist as well as a fighter, she understood the industry might never fully address its racial problems. In the meantime, and until her death in 1994, she threw herself into new roles she created for herself, and those are advocacy and activism, brothers and sisters. Man, a beautiful sister, Freddie Washington. I say, I say, I say, oh, Freddie Washington. Yeah, well, it's almost time for a break. We're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we're going to uh, get off into Pan Africanism. Maybe I'll open a question for you. Maybe some of you might have some questions about Freddie Washington. I want to say a few things about that, so that's what we'll do after the break. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We'll be right back. You stay with us. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at Time for an Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on Time for an Awakening.com and BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com. Shakedown, Chicago Steppers. That's some bad stepping. It's Friday, y'all. Get your step on. There's a place down the street from me. L-Dogs, we, me and my daughter call it L-Dogs. Ellery's right on Campbellton Road. In fact, when I when I, uh, first started coming here back in the 70s, man, this was the strip. Campbellton Road was the strip. Mr. V's figure. Hey, Marco, Cisco's, Ellery, man. Man, it was it was happening. Yeah, Ellery's is the only one that's still kicking. And there's another one up the road, too. It used to be called the Frat House. That's kind of, used to be called that. That's not, it's called now. But uh, yeah, and of course, my blackness, Gary Taylor, my blackness. Yeah, it's a bad cut, too. You're listening to the African Perspectives here on the Muddland Media Network, and uh, here are our lineups, and of course, uh, on Tuesdays, Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers from 8 to 10 on Tuesdays, and then on Fridays. If it's Friday and it's 8 p.m. Eastern, it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. Tomorrow from 7 to 9, the Sankofa Elders Council from seven to nine, and then on Sunday at seven p.m. Once again, it's time for awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. If you've been listening to this program a while, you know there used to be a bunch of programs on time for an awakening, and I believe there will be again. I hope so. Um, once again, the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. There's a lot of you in the queue. If you want to make a have a, quam, a question, a comment, or concern about particularly about Freddie Washington, just hit star twice. That'll let you in. Let you in. Uh, hit star twice. If you got a question or comment, or dial two one five four nine zero nine eight three two two one five four nine zero nine eight three two. Yeah. Mama Nabantu. Good afternoon. Wow. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. How are you, dear? <laughs> I'm
2: good. We're working on the twenty one day ascension
0: for non Oh. Okay. Oh. Yes. 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 Yeah, she made Sunday. a transition. Yeah. When did she make her transition? She made a transition on the 25th of
2: um, July. July, And okay. her 21-day ascension will be this Sunday. This at Sunday. The healing, oh, inn. Yes. healing Inn. Healing Inn. Healing Inn
0: at 3.30. Where's that located? Uh,
2: it's in the southwest. I'll send you the address.
0: Okay, okay. Text me the address. I'll make yes. I can make announcement on that.
2: Okay, Um, I appreciate
0: it. Always, always, Mama bond too. Thank you. All right. Peace. Welcome. All right. Six oh two, brother Marcus. Good afternoon.
3: Good afternoon, brother Orshi. How you doing?
0: I'm doing well, my friend. How are you today?
3: I'm doing great, good brother. You know I never heard about that sister before that actress so it was good you know it was very refreshing yes and you know um you know a lot of times you know you can judge black people by the way we look right because you know Marcus Garvey he said, he said what we call it the curse of many colors because becoming all uh, different shades, right? You know, you know, um, you, know, you look at, you know, that sister, right? Mm-hmm. She, she almost looked like a white woman, yes, no doubt. Yeah. If you but if she, you ever
0: seen her, if you ever seen her in movies. And of course, I've seen *Imitation of Life* with her. I've seen a few other movies which with her in it, and and they were all black casts, you know. But *Imitation of Life*, of course, is with this is the old one from the '30s, and this is with her and I can't remember the sister's name, Beavers, I think it was, who played her mother, the maid, who uh, and then uh, uh, Claudette Colbert. Yes. Claudette Colbert yes. was the woman that, that she partnered easy. with and they made, it was a pancake mix that she, that the sister had, but the Caucasian woman could benefit because she had the ability to do that. And so, you know, they, they made money, whatever, but yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So you can basically, you can they got to basis and base it on our actions. Mm-hmm. look at Mobutu. Mobutu, he blue black, he black. Yeah. But who, who hate more, who, who hated more black people than him? You know, mm-hmm. look at Jovinde, he's black. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you care, base it on uh, the shade, you know, you got to base it on the actions of the individual.
0: Yeah,
3: and you said you were talking something about blacks in the military, yeah, and that's true. You know, yes.
0: Carlos Cooks, he was in the military. Was he? You know? Carlos, that's yes. your guy, Carlos Cooks. I, I mentioned him uh, a couple weeks ago, man, but you were not <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah. He, he was in the military, yeah. and, you know, they
3: published a report that he had died. You know, they said, oh, yeah, he died. They, they published a report in the newspaper that he had died. But only a month later, he he, he, he turned back up because you know how he survived he ran towards the line of fire you wow. see, he didn't run away from the line of fire he ran so the the, the artillery went over his mm-hmm. head you see so that's the way he survived and you know the ella uh, ella told me now uh, mm-hmm. a ella jekna yes. he told me look brother he said all he ever killed in world war two was cracking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he said look and he got paid. So he said, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These people here, these, yeah. these people, they are falling on their own sword, brother. That's Ocean. right. They're falling on their own sword. Because we see the society is imploding. Yes. American society is, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it, this may have more the, less than five years who knows brother but you know it's 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 slowly collapsing in front of our face anyway. well when you
0: consider how they are when you consider what's mm-hmm. happening uh, mil- uh uh politically with this yes. republicans and democrats and how divisive it is how mean-spirited it is what's going on oh man i'm telling you it's yeah it yeah. is
3: brother you see what's happening between new york state and and texas you know, mm-hmm. we you know they're shipping people. It's getting ready to split. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a matter of time now. And what they did to Trump, dear, you know, <laughs> look, mm-hmm. it's getting ready to jump off. It's just a matter of time. Anyway, I'll mute my phone and continue listening. All right, to thank talk. you
0: so much, brother Marcus. Thank you so much. Please do continue to listen. Thank you. Uh, yes, four zero four four zero four. Good afternoon. Hey, oh shit! How you hit me, man? How you hit me, your hoo do? Uh, on your brother. Right on, brother. Research, this. <laughs>
4: Excuse me.
0: Go ahead. Research. Yes, West. I just sent yeah.
4: you something. I just sent you something, man. You heard of Jack Daniels, the brother that uh oh yeah that had to do Uncle Nearest, your...
0: Uncle uh, Nearest. Oh, I've i yeah, drank, I just yeah, I've drinking Uncle uh, uh premium whiskey. It is very, it is, it is expensive, but to me, it's the sister that uh, brought it uh, to to national prominence through. With the blessings of uncle Nearest's family and and, and sister yes, was a, the sister was a i think a, an attorney or a doctor, something like that, but she gave that up to um distill uncle Nearest. and uh, I'm telling yes, you right. man, this it's a good whiskey. It's it's better than okay. it's better than Jack Daniels. How about that? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I yeah. just sent you
4: the, uh uh one of the advertisement story, but you already yeah. know, man. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. Oh
0: yeah, I, I've I've talked about this before on the program. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: That's right. You' sharp, man. And uh, <laughs> speaking of that that movie, uh, Imitation of Life. It was another one. Virgin came out called Pinky.
0: Yep, that I remember Pinky first too. Version, yeah. Huh? Now that was that yeah. was. Yeah, Pinky was that, that little Caucasian girl that played in that. I remember Pinky, you know, um, mm-hmm. and in and, and that particular, same kind of, you know, same kind of story. And yeah, yeah. And, and then the, then a new imitation of life came out in the fifties uh, with uh, right. Lana Turner, Lana Turner and That's Sandra right. D. I can't remember the the uh, lady who played, the, but the lady who did play um, mm-hmm. uh, the the crossover piece, she was Caucasian. She was Caucasian. Okay. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, but, anyway, but it's good, good good time to be alive, and my man Mark is right, man. This shit coming to an end. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, uh the brother that everybody claim they love, man, that, that damn uh, W E Dubois, man, he was number to sellout, man. So yeah, number one,
0: yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: I got it to me. Me. I tried to explain that to mm-hmm. on another show, Elliot, then, and, mm-hmm. and somebody just texted in talking about. He was with Margaret Singer talking about abortion for uh, black people that, uh, that that they couldn't afford to take care of their children or but, something. But uh,
0: Du Bois, du Bois did, was did. with Mar- Margaret Sanger. It yeah. uh, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, you know, I mean, man. I mean look, you know, du-, du Bois was of that talented 10th mentality. Uh, uh, there's a, yeah, there's a 10% of the light-skinned brothers and sisters hey. who will raise the, yeah. raise the people. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. And
4: then, then, then he went after, uh...
0: Marcus Garvey.
4: Booker T. Washington yep. and Marcus Garvey, man. Yep, sure So, I mean, did. niggas, that's what... That, I mean, that, and then, did everybody want to put him on a pedestal, man. Well, you know, what happened yeah,
0: that, was he he recognized his uh-huh. faults and, and, and then he uh, realized, you know, all that he'd done and tried to do to change the mindset of these evil-ass people for naught and the shame on his ass. But he wound up going to Africa. And he was gonna write the encyclopedia yeah. of Africa and he is buried in Africa. I've been to the Dubois I've yeah. been to the Du Bois Center in, 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 in Accra, mm-hmm. Ghana, and, and seen his tomb and so forth. In fact, I was there for the fortieth uh-huh. anniversary of independence of Ghana and Minister Louis Farrakhan uh, made a presentation at the Dubois Center it was packed and so for, but yeah. So let me ask you something. My, uh, uh,
4: where is Marcus Garvey buried at, man? Why did he took his body back to either Jamaica? or, or He's in Jamaica. India? I mean, uh,
0: uh, no, he's in Jamaica. Oh, he's he, in, yeah, he's from okay. Kings. He was from Kings Bay, Jamaica. He is yeah, he's been there after he passed in, okay. in, in England. He passed in England because okay. he was in prison here in Atlanta. He was in prison mm-hmm. here in That's Atlanta, right. and then when he got out, um, he immediately went <laughs> got out of here and 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 went to but, England. Uh, but the, but the irony yeah, the of sad course thing. the irony of course that he never set foot on African soil. Yeah.
4: Well, for the sad thing, man, I found out now. Y'all might not like this, man. When he was in prison in Atlanta, their damn Jews talking about let him out if they he let them have sex with his wife, man. Okay, that's that's what I found out, man. That's how he got out of prison, man. Yeah, he gave his wife up as a sacrifice for them to have a one night stand with them. man. Them some devils, man. I was, wow. about a man named uh, uh, what be on Tuesday, man, Doctor Rogers.
0: Yeah, man, yeah. He
4: had a, he had a story on about some sister wanted to go to church. Yeah, I don't know this back in when we was real prisoners of war, and she said she wanted to go to church, and them devils told her to lay on the table. Mm. Why they why they up, man? Mm. Mm-hmm. And then when they got they got about three or four, and when they got through, then they talking about she can go to church, man. She, she, man, that, that just pissed me off. I, 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 uh, oh shit! I can't see nobody how, like look like us want to live with them, man. Yeah.
6: How can you get
4: get in the bed with them damn dogs, man? After the shit they done us, man. Anyway, I'm gonna mute myself while I start discussing right. and everything. What's <laughs> the breaking job, man. Okay. Be jealous, man. All right, I'm research. Mute I love you, man. You too, I love dear.
0: You. you too, dear brother. Have a good weekend, man. Research, West. <laughs> Once again, if you want to get in, you can hit star twice because there's a lot of you in the queue or just dial 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. Pan-Africanism. Is Pan-Africanism or perish? Unify or die? You know? Uh, This is from the Pan-African Socialist Movement. Uh, they're having their program next Saturday in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee at the Wisconsin Black Women's Center. At the Wisconsin Black Women's Center. African American Women's Center. And uh, good sisters and brother good friends of mine. You know. Um, yeah. 33rd Garvey Fest celebration Saturday the 20th from 1 to 5 at the Wisconsin African American Women's Center on 30th and Valley Street. The theme the African world is on fire. Only a limited, excuse me, the African world's on fire. Only a united socialist African can extinguish it. And there's a picture of both of Marcus Garvey's wives, you know, both one Amy Garvey, you know, Amy Jacques Garvey. And uh, so um, that's what's going to be happening. And so uh, worldwide socialism will ultimately help cure the problems experienced by people around the world as a result of capitalism and and capitalism's negative impact. However, for African people, the quickest cure is Pan-Africanism. Instead of waiting years and years for institutions to be changed to guarantee fairness to all, no matter what the color of their skin, Pan-Africanism will give African people the much-needed jumpstart toward full equality and justice for our people. In many locations of the world, African people make up only a fraction of the population. Here in the United States, it's about 15 percent. Being such a small number of people living on someone else's land, African people in the U.S. can only come to the bargaining table as beggars, depending on the kindness and fairness of others no people have ever managed to free themselves when their land has been controlled and exploited by another people fortunately despite hundreds of years of exploitation Africa still is the wealthiest land on the face of the earth power comes from the wealth that is produced by that land no people can achieve equality by begging for it wealth gives one the power to demand fair treatment fair prices for goods and services which translate into respect And finally, liberation. Land equals wealth, equals power, equals respect, equals liberation. With a united socialist African, African people will be able to stand on their own feet with their own wealth solidly behind them. African people will be able to demand justice as well as to trade on an equal footing. And African people will be, will have the new image, one of a powerful, beautiful people wherever they happen to live on the earth. Before China closed its doors and freed itself from Western imperialism. A popular saying existed throughout the West, particularly in the U.S. You don't stand a Chinaman's chance in hell of doing this, that, or the other or something. The Chinese people's condition throughout the world was so low that they were called niggers. Today, Chinese are thought of as a very intelligent people. It doesn't matter whether she ever opens her mouth. When the Chinese person walks into a room, you don't even know whether he or she is a third generation Chinese or speaks only English or someone who has just come from China. It doesn't matter. The image of the Chinese has evolved along with the evolution of the land based China. Sisters and brothers at home and abroad, let us stand up and be counted as part of the African Revolution to defeat global capitalism and build Pan-Africanism. Join a Pan-African Revolutionary Socialist organization today. Forward ever, backward never. That's right. It's in our hands. It's in our hands, family. The Pan-African Federalist Movement. My good sister, Mama Nabantu. She is... uh, Into contact about the Pan-African Federalist Movement and all the good work that they're doing. But all of these organizations that are involved with helping our people get up out of this madness. But we need we need to begin to come together to speak with one voice. A lot of the organizations must say okay, I'm going to be in it, you know. Because I know that the better we're able to speak with one voice, the better we'll be able to change these dynamics we need functional unity family that's what we need (laughs) right on brother Marcus said the old people used to say as it relates to the Garvey's (laughs) Garvey's Amy twice and missed (laughs) Garvey's Amy's twice (laughs) yeah yeah beautiful sisters that marcus garvey had with him you know and you need that you need you need a good companion you need that 404 404 good afternoon
4: oh that's me again okay my call dropped all all right dear brother
0: i I got you yeah i'm gonna mute myself so i can listen all right yeah someone else wants to jump in please do what you want to talk about you know this is black friday you know not black friday this is black august this is black august and uh, um, it's important that we understand why it's black august it's more important you know i I love the history of our people you know I, I, i as a child i fell in love with history didn't understand it back then because I wasn't aware of our history. You know, I wasn't aware of our history. In fact, i would never forget and will never forget reading about the renaissance of man. Well, of course in that book, I think I was in third, fourth grade, something like that. It was talking about, you know, the renaissance of man, the awakening of man. Well, the reality wasn't the awakening of man. It was Caucasians. And in that renaissance, of course, is why the world is in the world of state that it is in today. And, and and places like China did what it had to do so it could get up out of the foolishness and madness that, uh, that is happening. You know? 404-504. 404-504. Good afternoon. Hello? Yes. Greetings,
2: Barbara O. C. enjoying your program today. Well, thank you. Yeah, this is how you would give me a call. Um yeah, and so I said Black August and yes. um, you know, one of the uh, you know, Marcus Messiah Garvey, the honorable Marcus Messiah Garvey, is someone that uh, you know, I pay I would pay homage to yes. and salute. And um, uh, you know, he was mm-hmm. such a great revolutionary, I mean right. and it felt to be the um, father pan-Africanism mm-hmm. so and I'm going to always hold that that strong and I felt like um, because it, 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 it sounded like a very disparaging remark that he made that Marcus Garvey would tell his wife um,
0: yeah I, you know that's Brother West face? I don't know
2: so, I, where did he get this information I, from? I don't know,
0: but maybe brother, when do, tell
2: and us. I think that should be asked. Yeah.
0: because you know?
2: since when do they, I mean, they've been raping us black women. Yeah. So, what are you saying? Not going to ask them, somebody right. that's in prison, could they rape them? I mean, it, does, it sounds ludicrous to me, but. Oh, you, you, know, know, you never know. the like assassination of his character, and I, I, I want to know. I'm just not going to accept him just making it. Where, where is the fact? Well, maybe where Brother West can come back from? on
0: and and say where he got this information from. You said what now? So maybe Brother West can come back on and tell us where he got this information. Yeah, uh, to make
2: such an assertion, where did you get that?
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what I. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: what did you think of the remark? Well,
4: <sighs> hey. Uh, Hey, oh, she can I uh, tell her to look up uh, Bishop Larry Gators? Because some of the stuff you ain't going to find on the internet, man. Okay, but just go to Bishop Larry Gators. Now, who
0: is Larry, put that in, Larry you? Who who is, is, Just go, is, check,
4: it out. go check it hold
0: out. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold we'll on. Check it out. Hold on, Wes.
4: Who- just go check it Bishop out.
0: Bishop Larry Davis?
4: Gators, like G- G-A-I-T-H-E-R-S. Larry Gators. Gauges. I sent you uh, okay. some of his stuff that he got. Okay, okay. okay. So, well, like I said, some of the stuff you're not going to find on the internet, man. If you the devil and you did something wrong, you ain't going to post all that on the internet. Mm-hmm. You're going to try to scrub it.
2: Mm-hmm. So just don't do okay. your research. Okay, he, you'd like to see that. And who was Larry Gavis that he has so much authority to make such a uh, diabolical remark about Marcus Garvey? How is he proving that? I want to know how, what is his proof and evidence. Just because some who man, not say it. I mean, that don't mean I'm going to believe it.
4: Well, ma'am, all I can say is go look him up in research, okay? The truth is hard. I know it's hard for y'all to find I know No, no you, you
2: can't just tell me you're just saying the truth just because you say it. I mean, this is Father Panasonic. Right, Have, Have you heard of cohen Pro? Have you heard of that, how they just be lying and people just going to be believing things? Well, that's I mean, just yes, like— people do lie and make that, allegations well, and slam the
0: people. Well, you know brother. that's—
4: Yes, ma'am, I—, I that's I just know about like go and tell the president program, yeah. program, okay? I know about that.
0: Well, let me say okay, this. That's
4: why they want us to get mad at let, the African Socialist Party trying to blame them for being communists. Right, right. Well, well, I'm trying to make us mad at the,
2: the honorable Marcus Messiah Garvey by trying to say he did something so heinous to, about with his wife. I know he got more integrity than that.
4: Well, let me just say this, Well, ma'am. My my my, my point is, I do research. I don't do emotion. Yeah, hey, I just research. do
2: research. I was, yeah, so in and, and your research, somebody's making an allegation. What, how did they—don't you, te- you just tell you tell us to go read somebody. How did he assert with impunity that the, that Marcus Garvey did this?
3: How, well, I'm not going to go back and forth. You. Have you seen the evidence? Research. Did
2: you see the pictures? Did you hear the tape? What is—how how did he prove
0: this? So I I hear what you're <laughs> saying, <laughs> Sister <laughs> Taiba. Hold on. Hold on, Brother Wes. Let me—I I hear what you're saying, Sister, because— uh, there's a lot of things that have been said. There are many things that uh, were said that discourage uh, and disparage Marcus, I mean, excuse me, Marcus, excuse me, that uh, Malcolm's life. Uh, there was a writing that said he uh, had, had some homosexual liaisons and so forth. There was some stuff that um, discouraged uh, Nat Turner. About King, too. you know, And exactly. about Mount Luther King, too. Yeah. So I'm
4: just saying everything is open up for research, man. Mm-hmm. That's all the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, because I don't do no emotions about nothing. I'm I'm strictly
5: facts and research.
4: Well, yeah, so I appreciate it, man. I'm no, for
2: these people, and I don't like them to just be, you, you know, your so-called research disparage your name, and they're not here to defend themselves.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, let me say this okay, again. All right, brother, brother. All right, brother, research West. Let me say this: a lot of it that I heard, I am gonna put it out there. You know, I How am not put going to, I, I, I'm i not going to, that's me. That's mean, me. If I hear something that I know of a man or a sister and I know of them based upon their works and there's something that happens that, that, disparages that, that, that brings some negative energy to that, I'm not going to put it out there. Now somebody else could, I'm not, I'm not going to do it, you know, and, and just like the, uh, the, the piece that talked about uh malcolm you know, yeah, uh, know that, that was um manning's marble mm-hmm. right on brother west research west right on. but manning's we marble Ma- Man- manning's uh, marble put some stuff out there that was very terrible you know and, and there are others There's the caucasian that put some stuff out there on uh, nat turner you know so it, to me what is the source what are their sources Right. Is it substantiated, especially something like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, am I on mute? Can you hear me? I can hear you very well. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I, I, <laughs> they
2: said I was on mute. That's why no, I No, uh-uh. No. Okay, yeah. Well, I think it would be a lot of jealousy and envy and, and whatever. And then I just think we need to learn our lessons from COINTELPRO. And, and yes. uh, you know, it, sometimes it would be malicious attacks. And just because you say it don't mean I'm going to believe it. And I'm saying black, August. And rise, by the Honorable Brother Messiah Marcus Messiah Garvey. I mean, that's he's right. like the father, of one of the fathers of Pan Africanism, and he's and I mean all the monumentous work he did for our people. Yeah, and I, I, I give him all the glory and I give him the praise. Oh, there's no doubt about that. You, you, you I, have I, to. I'm just yes, you right. Know, uh, so, I mean, that's that's a honorable, mm-hmm, Marcus Messiah mm-hmm. Garvey. Yeah. Control. and i, I, you know, and I, I, I give him accolades to, uh,
0: and praise yeah. okay yes I, and i'm, enjoy, I'm enjoying your, your your program black august <laughs> well, I, I appreciate be the man, it bb forodie right. yeah bb Fahodier, my sister that's right, All right. we will we long be live the
2: Tar- Marcus Marcus masai Darby i
0: say i say i say oh okay I I my say, sister i say i say oh <laughs> right on sister right on my sister yeah once again, give us a call at 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. The phone lines are open. 347-347, good afternoon. Yeah, Osha, I just got a chance to puppet. Uh What was you rapping about? Uh, the first half of the program, I, I, I gave a, a tribute to Freddie Washington and, and how beautiful a sister that she was, even though she looked like she was Caucasian, but she never went into that man she always stand firm that she was black you know and you know she played in the imitation of life the one in, in the 1930s she she and uh, oh, Josephine Baker were friends you know and uh, lifelong friends and and uh, she, she just did good positive work and she always put up a good positive image so she never wanted to do any part that not Uplift our people. And so she was a dignified sister. I remember seeing Freddie Washington and some other programs beside uh, the old Imitation of Life with Claudette Colbert and, the, and mm-hmm. Beavers, who was the sister who played the maid, her mother, you know. And then, of course, the new one was 19, in the 1950s uh, with Claudette, um, um, with um, Lana Turner, Lana Turner, and uh, Sandra D. And then, and, 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 and the Caucasian lady played that part, um, in in the new one. But uh Freddie Washington and she died in nineteen ninety ninety four, I think it was. Just a beautiful sister who maintained the fact that she was black and had and had that dignity. So I give much love to her. And I always knew that, but uh, brother Lus but our good brother Ted Lus sent me a piece on her. And I was like, Wow, yeah, a little history. So so I gotta give my good brother, some props for that, and I thank him. You know. So then, yeah, I and remember, then, oh no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Jay. No, I, re- I was just
6: going to say I remember my father telling me about the movie. I thought I saw it
5: mm-hmm.
0: years and years ago. Um, no, you might have saw the newer one or the one from the fifties. You know, but the one from the the one from the thirties, uh, the one from the thirties, thirty three, I believe it was. You know it, her mother, uh, the black woman. She had a pancake recipe, and Claudia Colbert, who didn't cook and couldn't do shit. excuse me, You know they got together, but of course she Caucasian, so she could market it. So you know they marketed and they became they 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 became wealthy. You know. Is the movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: Okay. Cool. Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. And what else else you was talking about? Okay, and then uh, uh, why Pan-Africanism? The the Federalist Pan-African Movement is having their Marcus Garvey Day next week, Saturday, in Milwaukee at the Wisconsin uh, African American Women's Center next week, Saturday, but they put an article out uh, why Pan-Africanism. And, of course, you know this program is all about Pan-Africanism. We're all about independence, all about, you know, I ain't saying, I haven't said a damn thing since you've been on this program with me, Jay. And that's when you've been on this program from the moment I got here, the moment I got here, which is now, which is about five years now, going on six years. Mm Yeah. 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 And, 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 And I've been, and I've been consistent. I've been deeply consistent because I understand it is our only solution. It's our only solution as a people collectively to be independent, self-determining, liberated, and sovereign. Pan-Africanism or perish, unify or die. And that's the bottom line. And then yet we have the, the constant, Where the
5: casket's at,
6: don't leave that out. Huh? As Ralph says, where the casket's at, don't leave that yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. But yeah. I mean, you know, here here we have leadership that constantly talks about Voting and begging and more people here and this that yeah, and the other. man you know it's not going to happen.
6: I mean, it's just you know, it's really amazing the direction that the country is going on going forward and 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 what they are allowing one man
0: Trump to do yes
6: to the country. It seems like it's a reverse. Of Hitlerism, yeah. I mean, it it, it yeah. seems like it's basically the same play, in a sense,
5: mm-hmm.
6: that Hitler used to take over Germany, and I mean, people know it, mm-hmm. but they're still going along with yeah. it. That's the thing. That's the thing that's that that's got me well amazed by it because. I believe that any
0: other time he'd have been removed from the planet already. It's crazy, man, ain't it? And, and, And see, understand this too, Jay, that even though there are women who believe in some kind of feminism or some kind of rights for women or some kind of understand that what this country is moving towards is anti, but still there are a great number of women who support Caucasian men.
1: Oh, no As support question.
0: Caucasian men in their efforts to 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 do what the hell they got to do to maintain their position of dominance and control, because they benefit from it. They benefit from it, you know. Well,
6: you know, they they like in a lot of ways the real culprit and facilitator of the madness. They're like they're like the. The, 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 the puppets whose strings are being pulled to go along and do the things to assist the puppeteer. Well, and it, it, it seems like black folks don't even have a clear understanding or a direction or where they should be going. And they only see their role
0: as being the so-called savior by vote. Well, you know, the thing is, Jay, that that in those communities...
6: the That's the the crazy thing. But there's no community.
0: But in in, in those communities, the Caucasian Caucasian man does what he does with the support of his woman. The Latino man does what he does with the support of his woman. The European Jews, they do what they do with the support of their women. The, the, the our community, because of how we have been fragmented, how we've been trained to hate each other and to hate our women and to and to gravitate to other people, there's not that kind of deep support. Now there's some good, beautiful sisters, and you and I both know them. You know, but I'm talking about in a general sense. We don't have huh. that. See? Fragmented. Yes. We we, we, we
6: we fragmented to the point to where we don't even have the type of necessary communications, and like I keep saying, everybody talks about the community, but we have no community. So why why do we keep on why do we keep on saying it? Is it is it to convince ourselves mm-hmm. that we have a community? I mean, you can't tell me of no community in the United States that's mm-hmm. black, that's functioning, that's running, that's that's governing itself, that's that's in charge of the aspects needed to to, to have one call itself a community. And don't not, nobody tell you that there is. Right. Because there's no place that you can name. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. may be a neighborhood, but a neighborhood in the community is not the same. And that's something that we don't, understand yeah. but we always want to try and make it seem that we have a community. And
0: I'm yeah. I'm just No we don't and, 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 and you're right too and you're right. Hey and you're right too we don't have a neighborhood either because we ain't but neighborly. We, we just got a hood. Yeah, yes, we, folks just, in the hood we just got a place where where we lay where yeah. we
6: lay out head. I mean mm-hmm. I was I was looking at I was looking at your boy roly-poly yesterday. Roland Martin.
0: Huh? Roland Martin.
6: Yeah, he had a segment <laughs> on his show about a white woman out in Seattle who confronted a black man at his home and to find out that the black man had him a white boyfriend that he was living with. Now like, why the f would I ever show some sort of sympathy for a mutt banger like that? <laughs> why would I ever? I, I don't. I don't give a f about yeah. no jungle fever punk. I mean, that's not even yeah. on my radar. I was like, man, unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Well,
6: let me catch you you another call, Jay. Uh, you know what is the purpose? Yeah. What is the purpose of you supporting something that is leading to your demise, demise yeah. as a people? Yeah. Well, it, here, but see, but see,
0: let's see, and it is, but where are we, Jay? We're in America. America, America pushes yeah. that. And so, fathead, no neck Roland Martin pushes that. He may not wear African clothes because he went to Africa last year or oh, year he wore before.
6: Oh, African clothes every time? You, yeah. you turned you know.
0: around. He's supposed
6: yeah. to African yeah. clothes with Negro yeah.
0: But that don't imagine. mean a damn thing. It ain't what you wear. Money. It ain't what your name is. It's where your heart is, where your mind is, where your spirit is. That's what it counts. Let me let me catch this other call, brother, brother Jay. Sure, my brother. All right. 334 334. Good afternoon. Three three four. Good afternoon, three. Oh, three uh, Brother Oshie, I'm sorry, I was on mute. Okay, uh,
6: Brother Oshie, I, and, and hopefully, uh, Brother uh, Jay would, would chime back in. The question that I have is a very basic, I think, fundamental question: Is are we really honest with ourselves? Can we really look at ourselves in the mirror and be honest, not with everybody, but with ourselves to that image that we see of ourselves? And somehow or another, we've kind of taken on this kind of uh, um, narcissistic, uh, delusional attitude or position with ourselves, thinking that we can, I guess, absorb the European-Caucasian ideology and, and be able to float on top of that. And and so uh, that's the question that I have. Can we really be honest? And hopefully Jay well, then, can jump back in.
0: Well, i get him back I, in.
5: I,
6: I, and you
0: hang on. Yeah, because this it, is... This is crazy the way that we found ourselves in the 21st century. Yeah. And you hang on, Brother Lush, brother Ted. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. All right. Jay, did you hear that?
6: All this, all this with ourselves, brother, you know the answer to that. Yeah, We
5: are
6: <laughs> utterly out of our minds. We have no idea that we Africans. What does being African represent? how we're moving forward, what is our rightful place, how do we governate our stay here. I mean man, we we you know, in a sense, we confuse. Well we confused about who and what we are in what direction we we moving forward. I mean, we follow we follow fools. Yeah. We follow Hmm. we follow leaders who really are not true leaders. We follow preachers who really are just jokes. I give you a quick story. My best friend is a prison guard and this guard in New York this 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 preacher in New York City was in the paper and everything about getting robbed.
5: Right, right.
6: Millions of dollars, or hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? Right. Well, a couple of years ago, my boy's Porter
0: in Sing Sing. (laughs) Wait a minute! What did you broke up? What did you say? Huh? You said a couple of years ago. What happened?
6: Yeah, a couple of years ago, he was my boy's Porter in Sing Sing, and he was, and my boy was saying how he asked him, "Well, what are you gonna do when you get out of jail?" He said, I will become a preacher. And sure enough, he took his car from being in prison because that's when he was in jail for conning and came out and
0: became a car man preacher. Well, that's the biggest con of them all though. Of course. That is the but biggest con that is laugh. that is one that is, that is one that provides you the most money. Prestige and material things. All of them, all them big name preachers. Every one of them cats is a con. All of them. Yeah. Plessis, I mean, you know, Jerry I Falwell. Mean, all Lutro, of them. Creflo Dollar. Lutro, Eddie Dollar. Long
6: all and, of them. And all of them. Yeah. Yes. They, and they get and they get paid. They get paid big money. They say. They say oh, she and brother. That the richest person in Nigeria is a preacher.
0: Exactly, it is
6: of the and top amazing, one. Of the top supposed ten, to have the richest man in the world. In the top, are supposed to have the richest man in the world from Nigeria, Gengote. So the thing is, this we don't have leadership. First of all, we don't have someone like a Garvey or Malcolm in a way, Elijah Muhammad to really guide us in the direction of moving forward and when we do get people like that, and this is why we are in the trouble that we are in right now, and think about it, and this is what I'm saying because this is the real problem. When we have thought leaders like Dr. Ben, Dr. Clark, you know what I mean, Van Serdema and the rest, for some reason, I don't know if it was a mistake or just happened the way that it is, they didn't produce the people to take their place and continue their work and have it on a visual level so Mm where does it continue? When they left, We remember them, we honor them, we still listen to them, but it ain't that physical person there to continue, continue their work. And I think that's caused us a lot of damage because think about this. Nobody, and I can't think of nobody honestly, and I'm just being honest, has really continued the work of Amos Wilson. I mean, they, I mean, they've no, probably been right, people some, out there, written right, things right. And, and, and things of that nature. But nobody has been able to gravitate and do and put forward the work of uh, Amos Wilson. And I mean, you know what's so funny about it? When you think about Amos, man, Amos was like a real... A real regular dude, man. I mean, because I know I worked with him, and and, and and you know I had a chance to really spend time with him. If you didn't know he was Amos Wilson, you would just think he's right. some regular. He was some regular dude until he started teaching, mm-hmm. because he never carried himself as though. I know everything. I right, a superior. Amos
0: Wilson. Right. Exactly. He was and a humble was brother.
6: You know, if you walk down the street. He just looked like mm-hmm. the average, the average dude. Right. That when you was in his store or you was in a lecture with him, and he started dropping the jewels. Yeah, and you read his book. Then that was a whole different story. And you know what's so funny is when you was around Dr. Ben and Dr. Clark, more more or less Dr. Clark. You knew Doctor Clark was Doctor Clark. There's yeah. there's a whole, yeah. there was a whole different situation because I remember the first time I met Doctor Clark was in Hunter College when I took his class. He was like the first person, other than uh, I think it was, I think it was him. Yeah, he was like the first person, him and Bob Law, were the first persons that I see beat up a white man. Literally, because I remember every now and then one of the one of the the devils in the class would would say some dumb shit, and Doctor Clark would 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 school him. Mm-hmm. And when you don't know, because I didn't know the history and nothing like that, I would just sit there in amazement. And then at night, every now and then somebody would say something stupid on the radio, mm-hmm. the Bob law, and oh man, he would give a. One of the best beatdowns ever. Huh. So, yeah. you know, but 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 that's how. It, it, but Dr. Clark was was he was amazing. He was an amazing guy, man. But Amos, Amos was like a regular a regular dude, yeah. man. Yeah. Amos, he didn't dress brother.
0: right. The humble brother. Great. Let me let me catch this call here. Hold on, Jay. Four zero four six nine seven four zero four. Yes. So, greetings again.
2: So, I just wanted to say that um, we are a beautiful people, and uh, I do have a community, and I, I and it's many of us that have a community. I'm in here in Atlanta, and. Uh, we have a beautiful Pan African community. We, we do. Um, but, I'm with the Pan African People's Organization nationwide. Mm-hmm. we got a Pan African Federalist Movement right here. Yes. We've got some Malcolm X grassroots I've worked with. And Angola, Baba wakessa is doing some awesome work. Yes, Baba wakessa no doubt. Healing and lawyers no yes. and, and building. So I think that, so I just wanted to say that. And then Mama Ya, yeah, Baba Baruti, he does your men's group. And Sister Mama Ya. Yeah,
1: Women's we group. have mm-hmm. a
2: community and a Dance. family at, that we love. So I just wanted to just balance that out. I, you know, I hear um Brother Jay always saying what well, we're not and what we ain't and but we're doing some good things and I wanna know what is his answer, what should we do and, and you know Well the thing as is this to sister, just disparaging us the all thi- the time. The, the, well, the thing is and this And I'm raising up high all our beautiful African sisters right here and, and I got a beautiful strong
0: community. Okay, sister, that's the positive. Unfortunately, yes. the positive is not the majority. The positive that the positive is the exception. It is not the okay. rule. That's the problem. See, so when you look so at look at do that do because because, it? because when because when I look at I, I came from it's a beautiful
2: each other s- down.
0: I came from a beautiful beautiful uh, African centered community in Milwaukee. Good brothers okay. and sisters. Yeah. Good brothers and sisters. You so know? we
2: have a community then. That's beautiful to acknowledge yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but I also, I mean, we, he said, so we don't have a community. You have one.
0: Well, I say it this way. Yes, we mm-hmm. do. You have that. But no, in the general sense, we do not. Because number one, in America, it is about individualism, materialism, greed, and violence. So it ain't about a community. It ain't about sharing. It ain't about caring. It ain't about working together. It's about getting yours. That's the dominant mindset. Yes. It's about that, getting that's yours. An right. And so those no, but, of us know, well, who I'll understand, go. hold on, hold on, sister. Okay. Hold on, sister. Okay. Those go. of us who respect mm-hmm. that and want community for ourselves and try to create that, that's what we have done. And, right. and, 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 and we Good provide thing. a model for doing that. But unfortunately, it is the exception. And the exception of it is small compared to the dominance of the rule. That's why, to me, when you, people talk about Atlanta, Atlanta ain't no damn mecca. Atlanta ain't no damn Wakanda. Atlanta, to me, ain't you know. <laughs> Atlanta is worse because you have more Negroism here in Atlanta. Now, I know the brothers and sisters within the community. Now, uh, um, you know, uh, Mama Beautiful Tamu, Mama Tamu just called me, and we talked for for a minute. And, and I hope to see Baba uh, Akima and Mama Tamu real soon, you know. And I love them. I love I love our community. I love you. I love our community. Mama Marimba, Ma- Mama Marimba,
2: please, Queen, Mama Marimba. please hey, definitely. Hey,
6: Ozie, yeah, yeah. Go. Ozie, let me let me clar- let me clarify this right quick for the system. She talked about the community.
2: Yeah,
6: I got a community. Look at the definition. No, no, no. Let me me finish the point, sister. You got to listen for a second. Because there's a difference. We don't have a community. What we have is group. Could I finish? Could I please? Could you please let me finish And Then you may understand. You may understand. We don't have a community. We have groups. A community is when you totally able... To govern yourself in regards to education, employment, home ownership, to be able to to have grocery stores, cleaners, all of the necessary things so that those within the group could purchase from your people. That's a community. We have a group, and I love Baba Baruti. I support Baba Baruti in all all of those um, groups and organizations. But when you're talking about defining a community, we ain't got that. Because we don't control our education. We don't control our resources as far as food. We don't control the businesses that are so-called in our community. So no, we have groups. That's what I'm talking about. So I respect those organizations that you're talking about. I I support them, but no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to define them as communities. I'm going
0: to define them as groups. All right. Because okay. So okay group, go ahead. Okay, Jay. To okay. Collectively, do okay. serious damage. Okay. Go ahead. So that be So I can end yeah, the program. So you
2: know, this may be even semantic because if you look up in the dictionary, what community means, it means people in the same place, a group of people in the same place, and feeling a fellowship and a similar attitudes and uh, interests. So we have that. Now what you were saying, those are some good things, and there there are those are the, there's education. we have some magnificent educators and black independent schools, Baba barui mm-hmm. has some, it's it's many of them uh, uh so does Malcolm x so there's some and we have a lot of black businesses i mean new york there are a lot of black businesses, and that's all I do is support black businesses. And I know that there is a lot and a lot to choose from. All right. So I'm not saying we're present, but we, I mean, we are doing, we, we do have some positive things that we're we, doing. We, we are, a as sister, a people. sister, we are, and, sister, you know, sister, and I, I just, We just got to keep that right. in mind, too, and keep building. And then what, so what are you saying the answer is? I mean, no, no, just, sister here. Gonna sister. just sit here and just sister.
0: disparage. Sister, w- Abia, yeah. we mm-hmm. have some. But yeah, we have once some. again, once. once. No, we don't have a lot. We have some. We do. The, I a lot. I mean, I know, I know a lot. The exception. Lot. We're the exception. Hmm? You know, I mean, well, when I say when I, I say know. here, people here so in Atlanta here in Atlanta, Atlanta's supposed to be like this. We don't even have a damn supermarket. We don't have a grocery there's store. One. There's
2: one. There, there's one that's right in, in Fayetteville. Oh, uh, in Fayetteville. Uh, in, uh, Fayetteville black... in the city of
0: Fayetteville. Yeah. Well, and that could be. But it's not here, and I know and I know that we are all over the state of Georgia. I do know that. We're all over well, the let's state of Georgia. That's a then. Let's but, do it. Let's build one. You know, and that's what needs to happen. Of course, that's what uh, we by yeah, black is trying to do. What that's what they're trying to do. But listen, I got to go. I got to go. I wanna yeah. thank you. I wanna thank yeah. Brother Jay. I definitely wanna thank Brother Ted Luss and all that he has done. I wanna thank my friend Saida. I wanna thank oh, all of y'all. I want to thank Research West, definitely. I want to say Research West. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank all the brothers and sisters that call in this program, Baba and Albuquerque, Baba in the 919, all of y'all for constantly listening, constantly supporting. Uh, you guys have a great and wonderful weekend. We thank you, too. <laughs> thank you, Zazabir. We you know, love
5: you, too. All
0: right, Right on. All right, folks, folks. we end in this program like we end in all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D but the M-I-N-E because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do it out and they sure in the hell, damn it, don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shimhotep means go in peace. sante sana means thank you. Be Hardier Be Hardier means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. You have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. It's still Black Hawker, y'all. Peace. Peace. Mm-hmm.